you're listening to PF's Tape Recorder. My name is Jackie Cation, and you've chosen wisely. Hello there. I'm PF. This is my tape recorder. Coming up, many comedians like working on cruise lines. Chris Porter, not so much. The particular line that I worked for uh, doesn't give its performers guest quarters. You have to stay in crew quarters, which is just slightly above like a white-collar prison. We hear more from Chris in just a bit. A hilarious interview, by the way. We have another installment of CSI Crime Song Investigation. We'll look at the Robin Thicke, Marvin Gaye controversy. But first, as always, fake news. And now, fake news with me. Arizona Cardinals season ticket holder John Coulter said he asked his 15-year-old son to hold his beer cup while he took a picture of the field. Seconds later, two undercover officers with the Arizona Department of Liquor Licenses and Control approached him. Coulter says they told him that he what he did was illegal and that he could be arrested for it. In the end, officers escorted the father and son out of the University of Phoenix Stadium. Now, if he would have asked his son to hold his gun, well, that probably would have been okay. Remember, this is the state where if you turn in a gun to the police and say you don't want it anymore, presuming they'll destroy it, (laughs) they have to give it to a gun dealer who has to resell it. Isn't that great? Love Arizona. Famed crime novelist Elmore Leonard died Tuesday morning at his home in Bloomfield Village, Michigan. He was 87. There are no suspects. MTV's Music Awards were held Sunday night. Past shows have brought us amazing moments like Kanye West's anti-Taylor Swift tirade, Lil' Kim's sparkly pasty, Lady Gaga, isn't that like a, um, a meat pie? She, she brought a sparkling pasty for everybody to enjoy. Lady Gaga's meat dress, speaking of, and Beyonce's big baby bump reveal. Now, the most interesting thing about the music awards there on MTV is that it's the only time you actually get to see videos on MTV. Finally, we get to see Little Northwest as promised. The two-month-old daughter of Kanye West and Kim Kardashian was introduced to the world via her grandmother Kris Jenner's Twitter account Friday morning. Kardashian followed her mother's lead, posting her own photo of the baby on Instagram with the caption North. Immediately after the picture was snapped, North punched Kim. Though the house brand at Whole Foods is called 365 Everyday Value, many consumers say they'd go broke if they shopped at the upscale natural foods chain 24-7. The Austin, Texas-based chain offers a menagerie of organic, gourmet, and artisanal food products and is battling the public perception that has led to the store's nickname, Whole Paycheck. The store plans to announce nationwide flash sales on items through social media, providing discounts for a few hours on certain items. The chain also plans to increase its one-day sales on items like salmon and chicken and offer 0% financing or or 12 months same as cash on your grocery bill. During New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg's radio program Friday, a caller asked him to impart some personal tips for success. Bloomberg also said it's wise to work as hard as possible all the time, even if that means skimping on lunch and bathroom breaks. Bloomberg has given similar advice in the past. As New York Magazine's Dan Amiro points out, back in 2011, he took an even stronger anti-bathroom stand saying, don't ever take a lunch break or go to the bathroom, you keep working. So maybe that's why he wanted to outlaw the 32-ounce beverages. During a roundtable discussion, several business executives told Republican lawmakers that they can't find enough Americans willing to cook fajitas, repair sidewalks, and perform other types of unglamorous work that keeps the fourth largest U.S. city, 
Houston, humming. A more robust guest worker program would help, they said. As lawmakers return to their home districts in the last weeks of summer, hundreds of U.S. businesses have quietly mobilized to persuade Republicans that an immigration overhaul is broadly supported by their constituents, even if some conservative activists loudly object. It's a tricky balance. If you want a well-staffed restaurant that pays crappy wages, you may have to let some non-white folks live in your town. President Barack Obama's two-day education roadshow pressed on this Friday, his armored bus weaving through picturesque central New York, where he surprised high school soccer teams practicing for the upcoming season. Obama used a drop by at Tully Central High School to make a direct pitch to students for his plans to tackle college affordability. Hmm, I wonder how he sold that. I want to make college more affordable for you, kids. Tough crowd. Boy, I, I, I hope they supported him in that. And finally, the National Security Agency said Friday that some of its analysts knowingly and deliberately exceeded its surveillance authority on occasion over the past decade and that those involved were disciplined. Very rare instances of willful violations of NSA's authorities have been found, the agency said in a statement. Two U.S. officials said that one analyst was disciplined in years past for using NSA resources to track a former spouse. The officials spoke on condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to speak publicly. Hope nobody was listening. And that's been Fake News with me. Last couple of weeks uh, on the dumb bit, we've done some uh, socio-political stuff. We thought we'd uh, uh, go in a lighter vein this week and uh, give you another installment of CSI Crime Song Investigation. Oh wait, before we start, we need some kind of like uh, catchy intro. So if you envision, if you will, uh, a room with uh, I don't know, maybe some uh, I don't know dance records and R&B records, and then I, I whip off my sunglasses and go, "Looks like Mr. Thick might have crossed the line." Okay, so the big controversy, apart from uh, the twerking thing that everybody knows all about, is that uh, uh, Marvin Gaye's family is suing Robin Thicke because they say uh, Robin Thicke ripped off one of Marvin's songs uh, called Got to Give It Up. So what we're going to do, of course, is we're going to play them back to back, and a fangirl is joining me here hey. in the lab, and we're going to uh, investigate these songs right now. So let's, first of all, uh, so much to talk about with this whole uh, the whole Blurred Lines thing, but first of all, let's do a little side-by-side comparison here. Here first is uh, Got to Give It Up by Marvin Gaye. So what do you think there, Hannah? Pretty funky, huh? It's pretty suspicious. I didn't think it'd actually be a real thing, but okay. Well, here, well first let's, time I heard it, now I'm well, like, oh. Okay, well let's hear. Uh, well, let's let's hear Mr. Thick. You you may you may not uh, have come to your final conclusion yet. Here's uh, Robin Thick, Blurred Lines. Everybody get up. Okay, well, I'm like you, but I'm the opposite. When I actually heard them separately, I, I thought, eh, it's not that close. But now that I hear them side to side, here, let's just do them like uh, back to back immediately here. Hold on. 
Hmm, what do you think? I think he had it stuck in his head when he wrote Blurred Lines. I think so. Let's try them <laughs> on top of each other. It sounds really obnoxious put together, actually. Okay, well, uh, you think guilty is charged? I do. Okay, that's exhibit A. All right, so another funny thing about this. Well, this is, I'll let you uh, talk about the thing you heard. I had not heard this controversy about what rhymes with. Oh, yeah. Um, Everyone talks about how Blurred Lines shouldn't be number one because it is a song completely written about raping women because he says what rhymes with hug me and everyone's like, oh, obviously drug me. Obviously drug me is what he means. Why would he say you want to drug me? Nobody wants to be drugged. And no one, no one wants to drug Robin Thicke. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, really. Except, no one needs to drug Robin Thicke. He'd do it. Well, except <laughs> to get him to shut up. No, that's just, that's mean. Okay. And then the other hilarious thing we discovered is that uh, if you listen to uh, this song on your local Top 40 radio station, well, there's there's this line right here. You the hottest bitch in this place. Now, that's a pretty controversial line with some folks. Uh, they had a debate on the uh, radio program Q Up in Canada, hosted by Gian Gomeshi, manager of good friend of the show Lights, former member of Moxie Fruvis. Anyway, he had a debate between uh, the CBC's music critic and some uh, gal from NPR. They took opposing sides. And I wrote in the comments section, I said, well, if we would have said chick, that would have been okay. And some uh, Canadian lady went crazy as a chick is just as bad. And I'm like, no, no, no. Chick and bitch aren't the same thing. Would you agree, fangirl? I would agree. Uh, thank you very much. Okay, so anyway, uh, but st- some people thought that was a little intense. Uh, if you listen to this on BBC Radio 1 or some other places, they do what's called a split cut. They just remove the word without uh, cut stopping the beat. So it's just, you're the hottest in this place. It's just cut out like that. Uh, if you listen to some of the top 40 stations in America, by Clear Channel, you get this. That will never not be funny. That is pretty <laughs> hilarious. Uh, yeah, that's that's way better. What can we replace that with? It won't be so offensive. Should we do a split <laughs> cut? Uh, no. Uh, how about? Oh, that's a lot better. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather be called a hoe, fangirl? I would be called a chick, and then the other choice word, and then a hoe. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So Robin Thicke, uh, guilty as charged. Uh, Clear Channel. Uh, also re- responsible. Clear Channel should be charged. Should be charged with some kind of negligence for thinking that 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 hoe is for somehow better than bitch, and uh, that concludes this episode of uh, CSI Crime Song Investigation. Porter is a stand-up comedian originally from Kansas City, Missouri. He's currently traveling the world and elsewhere, doing stand-up comedy, headlining clubs, and theaters everywhere he goes. Here is our interview with Chris Porter. Okay, joining us on PS Tape Recorder, it's the return of Chris Porter. Chris, how's it going? I'm doing well, buddy. How are you? Uh, pretty good, pretty good, man. Um, so let me see. What's new with you, I guess, would be the first place to start. Well, man, uh, I, I don't know. I, uh, I've been just traveling the world telling jokes, and, uh, you know, I just recorded an hour special that should be out soon. And oh, cool. Yeah, you know, just, just you know, writing a new record and traveling around doing stuff i don't 
Not much is new in my life. It never ends, it feels like. Oh, okay. Uh, still living out in Los Angeles? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Living in Hollywood, California, home of the weirdest people on the planet. There you go. Well, it used to be Times Square, and then I guess uh, Hollywood secured the title there. Yeah, Giuliani kicked them all out. Yeah. They moved west. Well, there was that great line in Taxi. So, uh, What's that now? There was that great line in Taxi where uh, Louis tells uh, Alex Rieger that let's go down to uh, Times Square, get a cheeseburger, and look at weirdos. But that was back in the 70s. Yeah, Yeah, well, now in the 2013s, you can grab a falafel and walk down Hollywood Boulevard. There you go. And and see. You know what town's weird when you can trip mushrooms and walk down the street and you're not the weirdest person by a long shot? There you go. Yeah, we stayed at the, it used to be the Holiday Inn, um, not on Hollywood, but it's right around the corner, and it like kind of looks overlooks the back of uh, Man's Chinese Theater. And uh, Oh, yeah, it's right over there on Highland. I live right. not too far away from it. There you go, yeah. And man, oh, man. I mean, the hotel was nice. I, I don't think it's Holiday Inn anymore. Hotel was nice, but yeah. little uh, as a, I think it was Drew Carey that said, um, Hollywood, hole. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not a place. Well, and I do live there, but it wouldn't be a place you'd want to live. No, but, no, uh, West West Hollywood's okay, but um, we're all like the shopping and yeah. Virgin Megastore used to be. But yeah, it's uh, uh, it wasn't actually as bad as I thought it was going to be, but because um, we went, we were looking for a hotel. The place we were going to stay out in the valley had bars on the windows. It was a days in. My wife's like, nah, <laughs> we're not, we're not too. And <laughs> Van Nuys of all places, who's barring their windows in Van Nuys? I guess a lot of people. Well, people that are afraid of porn actors, because that's. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It's so uh, like Jim Rome says, you can't drive down any street without being a danger running into that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's uh, yeah, the valley can be weird. It's, you can either raise a family or ruin one. <laughs> that's that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, so you said you've been uh, performing around the world. Where have you been? Well, I guess uh, I guess around the world uh, a little exaggerative. Um, uh-huh. I've just been around, you know, uh, mainly the United States. You know, there's not a lot of stand-up comedy going on in Tibet. No, not too much. So, I uh, yeah, mainly the United States. I've been, you know, I do Vancouver and. Just one time I did a cruise ship where I did a bunch of places, and that was about the most terrible thing I've ever done. Oh, really? Because what's well, interesting yeah, is a lot well, of guys... I'm not a fan of boats or large bodies of water uh... or being in the middle of them or uh, sobriety. And those were all things that happened all at once. Uh-huh. And then, you know, on top of that, performing for geriatrics, you know, it was just kind of the icing on the cake. And then the particular line that I worked for uh, doesn't give its performers guest quarters. You have to stay in crew quarters, which is oh. just slightly above like a white collar prison. <laughs> uh, there's, you know, there's no windows. There's wow. very little ventilation. You have two channels on the TV, one of which is a Spanish derivation of ESPN. Uh, yeah, it gets it's weird. It's I definitely did, weird, and I hated it. I but, did not uh, know that. I, I did go to. I did. I wouldn't say I went to Belize, but I was on a boat that was parked outside of Belize. Yeah, for I hear nine you. Hours. Speak, speaking of holes, holy cow! Yeah, they like to. Yeah, and that was a place that you know they have like a little uh, 
travel, like a promoter, uh, instructional video that's running on a loop. Yeah. Uh, on the boat, and they're like, when we get to Belize, because all the ports are owned by the cruise line. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they protect them, and it's secure. And they're like, most places you can leave the port. And they're like, in Belize, do not, by no. any means, leave no. the port. No. Um, and if you do, drive for like seven miles before you stop. Well, the, Because then you might be okay. Well, Belize used to be uh, lovely. I remember back in the 80s when it first gained independence from Britain, there was this thing on 60 Minutes. Oh, Belize is this great place in Central America, yeah. and it's lovely. And, it's, and I guess it's since gone drastically downhill. And yeah, like you said, there's you gotta little... got to get out of the 80s, man. Nice <laughs> bedroom's dead. Not me. And Belize is a <laughs> Not me, man. I'm a new wave daddy from way back. But um, yeah, Belize is... <laughs> Belize is dreadful, but they, like you said, there's um, in Belize is one of those places where there's a big like walled fortress of shops, and then you, if you want to, you can venture out into Belize. And my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, actually did. Uh, we took a peek out into the street, and we're like, mm, no, no, thank you. But um, yeah, I think yeah, you, it's uh, a you're easily identifiable. Yeah, because you know you're the you're the immigrant now. Mm-hmm. And, and B, you, they know you have a lot more money than they have because even the poorest people, you know, odds are if you got on a cruise ship, you have more money than the people right outside those gates, and they don't <laughs> mind taking it from Not you. at all, no. No, they're calling your family for ransom. You step outside of those gates, man. Yeah. 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 And that's if they can afford phones. Yeah. And they might just send a letter. And you know how long that takes. Exactly. So when you were on the ship, is it was it one of these deals where you had to, had to do like two different kinds of shows? Like that one, someone was telling me a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember who it was that you have to do like a family show and then more of a blue show, or then some people are like, yeah. no, these days yeah. one. Okay. Yeah, there was, it wasn't really a thing. Yeah, it was definitely a clean show, and um, you know, I was. It took me a couple of tries to get that one figured out i just remember and the clean shows were were always for like 12 people and they were always super old yeah and uh you know so i would originally i would start talking about texting and stuff because it was just kind of family oriented stuff but then you know old people don't text so no. but that was weird but the you know the dirty shows were great and they were usually standing room only and oh, okay you know it was fun but it was just weird it's just weird. You know, it's weird when the stage is going up and down while you're performing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even uh, consider that, actually, because uh, I think I've seen a show on a cruise ship, and I can't remember what it even was. It wasn't a comedian, but uh, or maybe it was. I don't know. No one I'd ever heard of. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. You kind of have to hold yourself to the mic stand there and, and uh, weather, the, weather the seas. Um so I, I noticed last time you were in Cincinnati, uh, we saw you, this was probably about a year ago, um, I was kind of, not surprised, but I was interested in how your set has evolved from the days of last comic standing, although that's not really very indicative probably of your set anyway, because you have to do little TV-friendly chunks, but a um, uh, lot more about you and, and your, your, I guess, complaints about things going on in life is the way uh, I would have described it. Yeah, well, I mean, any artist you're going to evolve as a as you go on, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm just not the same goofy kid I was during last comic standing. And yeah. I think trying to be beholden to that would be, you know, that'd be, be bad for me and it'd be bad for the audience. So, right. Well, not only that, but even, know, I, in, I can just, 
I was going to say, even just the overall presentation, uh, you did this great bit about, uh, uh, I guess, meeting a woman and then finding out that, you know, she, uh, once she takes her makeup off and, you know, she, I remember the line that stuck with me was, uh, get out of there and send your sister back out here right now. <laughs> Which was, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that, that kind of stuff. Was, it was kind of um, like not so much a story, but kind of a continuing montage of this episode happening with all these punchlines coming off of it, and uh, and just the 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 presentation. I think was what really did it justice because you just looked exasperated about the whole thing, and it it really sold it. Yeah, well, I'm pretty exasperated nowadays. <laughs> I mean, it's just people are, you know, it's it's a lot, you know, especially with five 24-hour day news networks and people not working and then watching them and thinking they're educated about things. Oh, man. You know, and, the, and of course, and then they have they have them write in, you know, they tweet in and then they share their tweets <laughs> and it's the same people, you know, it's also people that don't have jobs and, and can sit around and watch CNN all day. And so they, and now these people feel empowered because they're watching TV and they're thinking, oh, well, everyone agrees with me. And it's like, no, <laughs> everyone's at work. Everyone's at work. You're at home. You're crazy. You're ignorant. That's why you don't have a job, most likely. You know, this, you know I seriously doubt the economy affected you. Uh, and so it's a lot of that. And so now the fringes are, are getting a louder voice and it's becoming super crazy and it's, it's it is it's it's tiring, you know. And now people want to come and talk about politics at dinner, and you know you you're not educated. You're just watch the news, and and they they're not they're just reporting whatever they can because they have 24 hours to fill. And it's and you know it you know my thing is it's like if you want to know about a, the Egyptian war, talk to an Egyptian, find one, ask them what the is going on. You know it's. All these things, and I, it is exasperating. And so, and then, you know, and then on, and but at the same time, I can't. I don't feel like talking about that stuff on stage. Okay. Um, you know, I don't feel like talking about politics. I, 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 I like the social aspect of it. I do like talking about how we watch the news too much and stuff like that. And you know, maybe that's something that'll come up in the next record. I don't, I don't know, but. You know, it's just so exhausting anymore to go outside or to talk to new people because it's just like no one, you know, not and I don't know what I'm talking about, but I don't talk about it because I know that I, there, there's a very serious lack of self-awareness in this in, in this world. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and it's exhausting. And so, yeah, I think that lends to the me on stage, you know, is because I am exhausted and you know what's weird is my buddy came and he hadn't seen me in a couple of years socially or or on stage and he said I've never seen you more angry on stage and I've never seen you happier off stage. Ah. And I and those are you know those are directly related and it's I now I have this you know I have this place where I can talk about these things and it is kind of an emotional release and yeah and it and it allows you know it allows me to. You know, I'm not trying to say, you know, I'm not trying to make a movement or anything, but if you can make it funny and there's an underlying point, then then why not? You know, yeah. I think that's something that you should do. Now, I also think some comics fall into the trap of, 
the point superseding the joke and then it's just it kind of sounds soapboxy so there is a there is a line a fine line between you know stupid and clever yeah as they as say it's final tap spinal yeah. tap and so <laughs> that little twist uh <laughs> Yeah, it's just a little, that little, little turnabout. He was, he was the victim. <laughs> That's right. And <laughs> if we had you guys so, on all fours. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just. Um, so I think that's part of it. I think that's what lends to the the new. I wouldn't say new me, but it's just me, and it's, you know, I'm sure if I get a girlfriend and a dog and a and a, you know, a regular gig, and you know, maybe I'll lighten up a little better. But I can, <laughs> I can only be who I am. Sure. And right now I'm. You know, broke and so I can. Well, I'm not broke, but I'm not. I don't have a savings account. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so and you know, I I live in an apartment in Hollywood, and you know, you know, it's you know, and I travel a lot, so I I can only be what I am, you know, and and that helps me deal. I guess with yeah. This well, it seems to be working. Road, it, it seems you found your groove because, like you said, it's it you know it seems uh, it, it's cathartic. I think probably for the audience as well, and also yeah, it's coming from a real place in that you know it's the exasperation first, and what you're talking about is you know kind of secondary. A lot of what it's you know it, a lot of the humor is coming from the fact that you're just fed up with you know subject a or subject b whatever it is not necessarily that it like you said you're making a statement about it this is how it reflects on you and how it's driving you nuts yeah and i you know and i definitely make it a like i know the people i'm talking about are in the room but when i address the room i say it's us like it's us against them the people that aren't even here even though we all know they're here (laughs) i don't want to we're going to pretend that they're not and (laughs) And that and that allows you know that allows even the people you know that allows the people that are who I'm talking about to go yeah those people I mean me and you know maybe even if one of them goes oh fuck, I do that and you're like well you shouldn't do that yeah. you know maybe you know if I can make one person a little less of a dick <laughs> I, you know I think I'm doing something right there you go there you go you're providing a service as well as entertaining the crowd cool. Yeah, which I think would be not, you know, I think it's something that if you can do it, do it. You know, I think that's what made Carlin and Eddie and, and Richard so great was that they, that they, they were saying something, but they weren't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Pryor was just making jokes, but at the same time, he was saying something. And and now there was, you know, there were definitely times where he was making an obvious statement, you know, when he went to Africa and they're like, where are the N-words? And he was like, because there aren't any. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like oh, that, yeah, yeah. That was an obvious point. But mm-hmm. And there are definitely moments in Carlin's lexicon, like in the early 80s and mid-80s, when he's just being, when he's just on his soapbox and it's not as great as the early records and even his last record where I felt like he really just went for the funny. Yeah. You know, there's there's definitely, you know, everyone has to cross that line before they realize where it is, I feel like. That's I a mean, good Richard point, Richard yeah. never did that. Rich, but Richard was never that comic. I don't think, you know, Richard never talked about politics. He talked about social things. Yeah. Well, speaking of, where can folks find your hour again? If they're, they're the new one to come uh, out? It's not out yet. It, we just shot it. It's still in the, uh, you know, editing slash business end of it. And, um, so, you know, 
and then they'll take it to networks and try to sell it. It's okay. a whole process. So, all right. Uh, hopefully, early next year or maybe late this year. Sounds but, good. Uh, hopefully, there will be billboards. <laughs> all right, man. We'll keep people posted. Um, well, hopefully, we'll see you here in Cincinnati soon as well. Uh, enjoy being up in Minneapolis, as we all know that's a really great club up there. And uh, I'm sure, sure the folks are going to enjoy you up there. Oh no, I can't wait. Minneapolis, you know, Cincinnati's great, and but Minneapolis is is an amazing city, and and Acme is one of I would say the top five clubs in the country. That's what folks and say, I, and I would and I would say that, you know, as is Go Bananas, and I'm not, right. and I would say that on a podcast in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just. It's it's one of those great rooms with low ceilings, and the audiences have been, I don't want to say they've been trained, but, you know, that's kind of the term we use, where they're just yeah, they good know. audiences who yeah. are respectful and, oh, yeah. and are also along for the ride. You know, a lot of audiences, they just want to hear the hits, and they want you to go yeah. away, but it seems like with Minneapolis and Cincinnati, they really allow you to explore the material and and and. You know, they're more into the conversation of it, which is great. Cool, man. Well, we'll post uh, links to your website so folks can find you in other parts of the country. And uh, thanks for taking the time today. Really appreciate it. No worries, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, brother. Bye. again to Chris Porter for being on the show. You can find all things Chris Porter at ChristopherIsFunny.com. There are other famous Chris Porters out there, including a basketball player, a hockey player, I think a footballer over in the UK, uh, maybe a rugby player in Australia, but um, ChristopherIsFunny.com will get you to the comedian and all his dates and so forth. Don't forget, check out our friends over at Ross Rants. That's RossRants.com. As I said, it's kind of a onion-esque, but uh, a little bit different. There's some, some funny commentary on there. He's got a little controversy going over there with a former contributor. It's interesting stuff, as a matter of fact. I think you'll enjoy that. And let me see, what else do we have on the ducket? Check out our friends Annie Hawk and the Trainwreck Runnings. Indeed, all the uh, all the uh, bands we've had, just go back to the back catalog, pfradio.podbean.com, and as Jackie Cation advises folks to do with her podcast, feel free to cherry pick, people. PFT Recorder logo designed by Dan Coble. You can find Dan and Logan's podcast, Magic Potion, on iTunes. Uh, music composed and performed by John Veropoulos and Doug O'Connor, with a little help from me. Let me see, what else do we have? Like us on Facebook, follow me on Twitter at PF66. Uh, I believe that is all the business we have at hand today. Oh, except to tell you, uh, before we tell you the last thing, that uh, I got off my lazy butt and posted some of the most recent dumb bits to SoundCloud. You just type in PF Wilson SoundCloud in any search engine. It'll take you right there. That's the fastest way to find it. And uh, do enjoy those. And that's it, other than to say so long and thanks for listening. <laughs>